Hey everybody, welcome to Matt Likes Girls, episode 3. This week we're talking to Angela Vela, a Chicago comedian, very funny. Great interview, I uh, had a great time doing it. Uh, record this, I don't know, like a month ago, I was sick, she was sick, we talk about the fact that we're sick on the podcast. Um, if you've listened to the other two, thank you very much. If you were disappointed last week when uh, there wasn't a new episode, that was due to the fact that my hosting website, uh, Mevio, Mevio, I don't know what it is, um, they decided out of the blue to just be like, yeah, we're not hosting your website no more. We're not hosting your podcasts. Sorry, dick. And I'm like, well, that sucks. So I finally got um, that settled. I don't know if I'm going to be on iTunes right away, so I'm going to make a uh, Tumblr page because Tumblr's fun and you can download it. So hopefully you're listening and or downloading this uh, from Tumblr. And you'll get to see what all the people on the show look like, Julie and Lisa and Angela and all that kind of fun stuff. So that'll be fun, guys. Hopefully you're having a good time. I hope... If not, I'll stop talking like this so it'll make it better. Um, now the show's been going good. Uh, my life has been fine. I don't know why I'm talking about me. I don't know what else. Uh, should I talk about me and girls? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about women. Uh, I like talking to them. I've met a few in the past uh, hundred years that I've enjoyed um, and whatnot. So maybe I'll meet more. Who knows? Maybe one day one girl will be like, yeah, you're stupid. You're nice. You should put your tongue in my mouth. And I'll be like, all right, I get Okay, I can put my tongue. It's a pretty wide tongue. Um, it's pretty wide. So if they're cool with a wide tongue, then that'll be totally fine. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to stop talking about my wide tongue and get you on over to uh, the interview with Angela Vela. Again, super great interview. I had a great time. Uh, as always, uh, please check me out at mattriggs.tumblr.com. Uh, of course, if you're listening to this on mattleaksgirls.tumblr.com, then don't worry about it. But uh, if you like this podcast, I am uh, affiliated with a few others like Bad News Good Timing. Uh, also has a Tumblr, Bad News Good Timing, uh, .tumblr.com. And uh, The Matt Riggs Show, which just uh, you can check that at mattriggs.tumblr dead cam um and at matt riggs on twitter and i don't know if angela has twitter you can look her up on facebook i know she has facebook because she posts a lot of videos that she enjoys the songs of so i gotta go i'm hoping that my i just bought a futon um because i'm a 30 year old man 32 year old man and i felt like how could i be a little less mature how about i throw my bed away and get a futon. So, um, I had a futon frame anyway that I was putting a regular bed on. So, hopefully, uh, this will uh, work better for the living space. And I've gone way too into detail. So, guys, do me a favor, have fun, and enjoy this interview with Angela Vela. <laughs> Very brought, cool. Did you bring a magazine? 
Oh, you Are know. you expecting to get bored during the podcast? No, I actually, I saw this on the cover, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay. Now, have you seen this movie? I did see it. You've seen it? I did see it. Tell me about it, because it looks pretty, I mean, it's all the rage. Have you seen any of the other, like, have you read the books or seen any of the movies or whatever? No, but it wasn't until this movie came out, which I understand is a remake, for that only two years ago, right? There was yeah, well, it was one? a Swedish film, I believe. Oh, Swedish. Yeah. Okay, because it was him. Like, there, when I looked it up, I saw, like, 2008 or 9. Yeah. Yeah, something. yeah, something like that. Well, they've they've actually made the whole trilogy of the books, like the girl with the dragon tattoo, the girl with the can walk through fire or something. I don't remember the mm-hmm. names of all of them, but yeah, um, it's good. Uh, there's some really intense scenes involving rape and stuff. Oh, really? That make you realize that I don't want to be a rapist. Like it's like a strange. <laughs> like I thought I knew that going into the movie. But I definitely know now that I don't want to be a rapist. I feel like there's so, I mean, if somebody's watching it and they're like, I definitely don't want to be raped. And then you're just like, I definitely don't want well, to be I a def- rapist. I've always had a, like, a strong feeling that I don't want to be <laughs> raped, but I now know that I also don't want to rape someone. I, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody like, un- like, thinks about the other there end of that. There might have been someone that was like, oh my god, that looks so fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe I should tie a naked girl to a bed and rape her. Yeah. Now, okay, so the movie, um, I mean, it was, it's getting a lot of a lot of press. I mean, yeah, look, she's it's on the cover of Entertainment for, Weekly. Ooh, she's nominated for Best Actress. Is she the, really? Yeah. Although the movie, I think, got snubbed, but she's nominated for Best Actress. Wait, is this in awards that just happened? Because I know we just had some The awards. Oscars nominations happened like two days ago. Okay, and then what is she up for in? It's at... Just Best Actress altogether, oh, like for, a, for, a, for an Oscar. Wow, that's pretty incredible. So I'm looking at this picture of her, you know, and, and her character is very interesting and now from the books, you know, I understand that it's very true to how she looked in the book. Um, yeah. This apparently is more book-esque than the, the Swedish movie. Oh, really? Cause apparently, well, my roommate's a big fan of all the Swedish films, and she's read all the books and stuff, which I don't watch the Swedish ones because I don't think they're translated, and I don't want to read for two hours. That's just my <laughs> personal plight. But um, she said the actress in the other movies uh, – did not really do justice as she did. Apparently, this girl was also in the Social Network. I've not seen that movie, but she was in the Social Network. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, do, I saw it, but I, I don't know what she was. She's doing. much more attractive, and not to say that she doesn't look good mm-hmm. there, and as the girl with the dragon tattoo, but um, yeah. she's more uh, normal. Normal is a bad word to use, but she's more ladylike. That's also this like, one traditional. This, this girl, yeah. In okay. the in the other one, she's more traditional looking. So now the thing, well, also her, they bleached her eyebrows too. Yeah, they had to, right? To, yeah. I mean, I don't know why they have to, why they have to bleach her eyebrows. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Maybe very that's weird. Just, maybe that's, cause apparently the book is very detailed. It was written by a, a newsman, like mm-hmm. a news reporter. So it's a very detailed book. And yeah. they talk about drinking coffee a lot in it from what I understand. Oh. So now her character, now an, all I've seen is the trailer. Okay. But from what I understand her character, she's a lesbian, right? Uh, well, not necessarily. I think she's, uh, she's bisexual. Oh, she's bi. Okay. She Cause I, bisexual. there was some, something in the trailer. There's that definitely, les- there's no lesbian. You don't see lesbian action, but it's inferred by okay. her meeting a girl at a bar and then her waking up next to her. The then day. I think that was it. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. When the cop walks in yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, tell, get her out of here because we here. need to talk. See, that was in the, sure. that was like in, in the trailer in the beginning. But I don't want to, spoiler alert to anyone that's going to see it. Yeah, she no. later has a relationship with the cop. Oh really? Because yeah. you did just spoil but, no, it but it doesn't ruin it. It doesn't ruin it. Like you expect that that's going to happen. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to say? I did. I said spoiler alert for anyone. I feel like that's enough. No, the movie's <laughs> been out for like a long time. No, you said. You said. 
I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but which tells me that what you're going to say next is safe to hear. Oh, no. I, my bad. <laughs> Sorry if I ruined The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, a book that's been out for a long time and a movie <laughs> twice over now. So her look, now her look is fascinating because she's a, you know, she's a heroine uh-huh. and she's got her eye pierced and nose and lip and she's got this chain with a, a fake razor blade Sure. and these, these, these plugs in her ears. And uh-huh. I'm just like, look at her. I'm just thinking like she is like the, cause I was thinking she was a lesbian by the trailer. So I was like, she is like lesbian punk rock hero kind of superhero, yeah. super lesbian hero punk we'll rock. We'll go into the magazine. They show, um, cause this Entertainment Weekly came straight from the bathroom, which I'm proud to say. Uh, we, this so you is, read it. Uh, I looked over it. I don't read. Like I said, I don't really like reading, but um, I've definitely looked over it. I tore a picture out, apparently. Well, and But who likes shitting and doing nothing? No, exactly. Well, here's the thing. Uh, my roommate does this. She uh, does the Entertainment Weekly, and I do the Netflix. So we share Netflix via my account. Um that's not yeah, it. Here, let me see. I'm trying to use. I will just talk. There's okay. Hello. There we go. There we go. Oh, that's a sexy picture. You get mostly a titty there. Oh, we're that's gonna... fine. It's been very old. Um, and then we work our way through, and I feel like they show a picture of what she looked like. See, that's what the one in the. This is great podcasting, by the way, because we're oh. in no way. We're in no way showing people the pictures. That's what she looked like in the Swedish version. Okay. And this is this is the actually chick. the dude that raped her right there. Um, oh. Yeah. You'll see it and you'll forget Spo- all another about spoiler. This. No, I already folks. well you'll you'll it's You said there's a rape scene. You didn't say who got raped. Okay, well obviously she's the one that gets raped. So then that's him. Okay. So yeah, for anybody listening, we apologize that uh you can't see what we're looking at, but yeah. you could always pick up an entertainment weekly. From like three months ago. <laughs> if you want to go back into your catalog of entertainment weeklies. If you want to go through somebody's trash somewhere, you might find one. Yeah, or go to a dentist office about three <laughs> years from now. You'll be able to look at this one issue of Entertainment Weekly. It's true. Or your local library, but not on Mondays. No, and it'll be on a big stick. <laughs> Did you ever have the newspaper on the big stick? No. What? Oh, uh, it'd be this like, f- I don't know, like three foot long stick uh, that the newspaper would be in. So you would turn the page and the stick would be underneath it. It's basically so someone doesn't steal the newspaper because it's on this oh. big stick. So I just imagine the magazine. The anti-theft. That was the original club. Yes, it was the club for newspapers. Was that uh, was that completely closed or was it open to an article? Oh no, it was closed. Okay, cool. I so just I was intrigued no by her that. being on the front cover because I'm a little fascinated by this. Is there another? Sometimes they have a second cover. No, it's just about Sony. Um, oh. This is Angela Vela, by the way. I don't think I said your name. Oh no. I'll, <laughs> I'll introduce you in the front. There's, I do a little pre-introduction. Is what I do. Okay, so we got the magazine out of the way. Oh, yeah, that is done. We can look at it later. No, the movie is definitely enjoyable. I'm sure it's probably, um, I don't know what part of the town you live in, but if you live over by like Logan Square or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's that $3 cinema. Is that still there? Logan? Is that the Logan? The Logan. It is actually closed for renovation. Oh, but it's going to be reopened? It is going to be re-amazing because uh, they've had it closed for, I feel like they've had it closed since the fall. Oh, I, I wow. could be. I could, it could have been a little bit shorter time, but I mean, I feel like since around, you know, definitely by Thanksgiving, it was closed, and it says for renovations. Okay, which so is that, good because it was very, sm- you know, it, it wasn't kind of shitty theater. It smelled. But it was like three bucks. It wasn't. Horrible. Oh yeah, no, and I loved like I love the old fashioned uh, French doors that opened up to 
the rooms and stuff. But yeah, it definitely uh, needed to not smell. That's that's all I cared about. The floor yeah. was always sticky. Yeah, I saw uh, hot fuzz in that theater. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I've never seen hot fuzz. It's good. Do you like Shaun of the Dead? I worship Shaun of the Dead. It's I don't think it's as good as Shaun of the Dead, but it's it's good. It's mm. it's just a little bit under Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I would say. And a lot better than Paul, if you saw the movie Paul. No, no. I don't know Paul. Okay. Paul is the, the two main people from Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Shaun and his friend that he lives with and farts all the time. Yeah, yeah. I forget his name. Nick Frost, I think, I want to say. Uh, and they're in the United States looking for uh, comic books or something, and they meet an alien who played by Seth Rogen. Uh, it's not that good. It's okay. It's got moments. I'm really backtracking on me saying it's not good. It's fine, but did they, I mean, did, did they come, they came to the United States for, for like Comic Con. Oh, like, for Comic Con. For like Comic Con, okay. I think. Uh, they're from the UK because they didn't like use American accents or whatever. And they're just going to travel around the country in an RV because that's always the best way to get around. Mm-hmm. Um, cause why would you want to stay in a hotel when you have a bed inside yeah. of your vehicle? And it's moving. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> And they come across an alien and uh, other people are in it. It's yeah. not just the three of them only in that movie. There's other actors right, right. too. That would be weird. If it well, was just... I'll still check it out. I love those guys. So They're good. And uh, Bill Hader, I think, is in it. <laughs> oh, man. Really? That was weird. I was going to kind of cough or sneeze <laughs> or die. I'm not sure which of the three was going to happen there. Well, uh, yeah, me and Matt, we both have colds. We're sick, guys. We're very sick. Podcast listeners, I apologize. Yeah, to so you. we're going to be coughing. Uh, I did, you know, I, when I did open mics last week, I got really, I've been sick for like two weeks. Yeah, I saw you last week. Oh, yeah, last yeah. week was not bad. Last week was, no, wait, was I that? I saw you smush. Yeah, oh, then that's when I had no voice. That's correct. And humans. it was horrible. It was I horrible. I think you said it, but I couldn't tell because you had no voice. I know, I got on stage and I was like, I have to apologize. And yeah. then, you know, Jeff. Was all like that's the worst. I was like, I think I yelled, "Get better at stand up," but it was just because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you were doing something strange. Yeah. No, that was that was that was good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So actually, I I you know I went through it, and uh, mm-hmm. then I did um, comedy sports after that, and for some reason I I broke everything up at Schmush, and then by the time I got to comedy sports, for some reason. I was able, I think I just projected a lot. Okay. And like, because afterwards I felt like I had the flu again, like five minutes after I got off stage. Oh, no. So I like exerted myself to sound clearly. Did you check the timer to see if that had been five minutes? Did you watch like one time? I was like, oh, there's four minutes and then another. And I'm sorry, I'm just making a comment. <laughs> no. That's really stupid. Um, well, did your set go well or were there even people there to At watch? comedy sports? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I did, uh, there was a lot of people left over from 100 Proof. Oh, cool. Which is what makes comedy sports, uh, which makes the chaser, like one of the things that makes the chaser so amazing. My only downfall is that I never stay to the end, so I can't sign up for next week and then I'm going to end up being like 59th mm-hmm. if I go there and I'm like, nah, I'm just going to go home. Yeah, I, I love, love, love the fact that you can sign up for the next week because yeah. it's a reward. It sure. is a reward for staying to the end. But in a way, like the few times that I have, it's not like I've been sitting in there watching the show. I've been in the lounge area mm-hmm. chatting with people and then I'll sign up. Well, it's still, it's, you're still networking and you're still that supporting, you're supporting the bar. Probably. I look at it more as being friends with people, but I guess it yeah. is technically networking. <laughs> but I also like having these people as friends. Yeah. No, yeah. that's very true. No, I see. You're just a cold hearted, true business girl. <laughs> just networking. Is that why you're here right now? Are you networking? That's why, that's why I'm in a business suit is this an hour of networking gonna, i love those hold uh, on let me get my briefcase yeah you have a briefcase you have shoulder pads you look like candace bergen my briefcase with this entertainment weekly in it you handed me a business card that said murphy brown 
Like, I totally understand what you're doing here now. Well, I'm glad you didn't think it was weird when you answered the door and my agent was with me. I didn't find that weird. I, thought, I was just like, he's just going to stay out here. He's like a dog, a puppy, really. But the few, you said agent. I thought you said Asian because he is Asian descent. He is Asian yeah, descent. It might be more weird. like Polynesian, though. But I'm surprised weird. that you would work with an Asian. But yeah, but he's yeah. out. He's out. He stands with my bike because I don't have a bike lock. So that's he's like idea. my physical bike lock. Oh, wow. That's yeah, he's really outside in your backyard agent. right now. That's I know. Thorough. What did you lock the bike to, if you don't mind me asking? My agent. Okay. Right. Your Asian agent? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, so I'm I supposed to go it. along with this bit? Yeah. Was it to a pole? Was it to one of those poles? It was a tree. Oh, no, pole. It was okay. a pole. It was, pole. Right, it was a light pole. Fine. I just don't want my landlord, because he lives below me. Oh, really? I don't want him to get mad. I attempted to, to put it up against the bench. Oh, I don't think could, that would. No, I don't no see, yeah, that. that would have been a bad idea. So I'm the pole behind the bench. You could have even, if you wanted to carry it all the way to the top of my thing, you could have brought it up here. I could have done it because I carry that bike up and down massive amounts of stairs at like Blue Line stations, yeah. train stations, all uh, over the place. That's when I would take the elevator. Do people get shitty if you take the elevator with a bike? I know I've never taken the elevator with a bike, and no. uh, I, no, I totally. Can you feel, do it today just for fun? No, I, f- I feel like I can't because I like it's a great opportunity to get exercise to carry that bike upstairs. Because okay. I don't even take the escalator; I still take the regular stairs. The well, worst I don't think one, you should take the escalator if you have a bike. Oh no, I mean even when you're on foot. Oh, the escalator. Why? We've invented moving stairs. Why would I ever climb <laughs> stairs again? That's idiotic. I always, I have this quote that like, when life gives you an escalator, still take the stairs, you know? Like, I hate that quote. I made it. I don't care for it's it. It's for me. Well, you have it tattooed on your body anyway? Like <laughs> the girl with the I do. Tattoo? I do. Okay. There. Um, it's not a bad quote, actually. I apologize for shit on it. It's not a bad quote. I don't know. I don't know. How do you patent a quote, by the way? Cause I made that myself and, I, I feel like I like. What do you do to make a quote yours? I don't necess- I think history determines if that quote is yours. I don't think you can just make it. I mean, not to say nobody else has ever uttered it, but if I was to say and coin the term, like, yeah. like the way you have a patent, how, do you patent a quote? I think. Well, apparently, you can patent your jokes. If you have enough jokes, you can get them. Like for like thirty-five bucks, you can patent them or not patent them, but copyright them or whatever, so that yeah. people can't use them. So maybe the same sort of thing. You can copyright. copyright. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. I came up with a phrase in like seventh grade, and I thought it was very clever. I had never heard anyone say it before until Ricky Carmona said it one night on stage, and I was upset that he said it. It was uh, talking about like I, I I'm so something that I put the B in subtle. Like, cause subtle doesn't seem like it has a B in it, but it does. Oh yeah. You spell the word subtle. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I came up with that in seventh grade. I was like, I'm so, so something that I put the B in subtle. And I always thought that that's a pretty cool phrase. Oh my God. And then he did it on stage and no one laughed at it when he did it either. So. Wow. Yeah. I had a, I had a very similar experience with a word. Uh, I think I was in third grade. Okay. You came up with a word in third grade? Well, I was trying, I made, uh, I made a design. I was trying to come up with a new math. <laughs> this is what it was. Developing I, your own math. I was trying to come up with a new math. Tired like of regular have, math. How you have the plus sign and the, the minus and the division sign. And sure. Times. Yeah. And I wanted to come up with a new, and I, I was like, I, I was just, I don't know, being weird. But I, I, so I came up, it was this, these two slashes with a circle in the middle. And I was going to try to figure out what you do with the numbers that, you know, this is going to, what this symbol is going to entail as far okay. as dividing things. Isn't that like already that. a symbol though? The... No, no, no. This is like, uh, imagine two parentheses. Okay. But on their side, almost like an eye. Oh, but with a circle and the. Yeah. So it actually looks kind of like an eyeball in a way, but okay. the, the two, the two curved parts are a little bit away from each other. It looks weird. And, uh, I called it sequence. Okay. And I had not heard the term sequence. 
before. So you developed the word. You came up with the word sequence. I just made. I, I was you trying to come up. thought you came up with the word. Sequence. Whatever it was, it ended up sounding the I, like sequence. Because of the I, the C. No, whatever it was, it just it sounded like sequence. And I remember okay. one day I heard somebody talking about sequence, probably something with clothes or something. And yeah. I was like, that was my word. Oh. This is no, it's true, like true story, and I like because you totally came up with the. Take I did. The B take the B and I'm, I'm like the B and subtle. I also came up with uh, years before the movie. I took my first name and my last name, and I started calling myself the Matrix. <laughs> and then the Matrix comes out, and I'm like, "What's going on, Hollywood?" And you were dodging bullets at the time. I was very uh, bending over. Yeah. I realized I did this as a joke once. If I tried to like. Do what they did in the Matrix. I just look like my back hurts. Like ah, <laughs> it's like ow. It looks really bad. Or you just get stuck like that. Like, ah, oh no, <laughs> Martha, bring the bottle. Um, oh, was that a bullet? Yeah, I just don't know. Just missed my face. Bring the hot water bottle, Martha, <laughs> and the rub. I don't care what rub. Just bring a rub. That's what my wife Martha would Something have brought. Something with menthol. I need to find a woman named Martha, apparently. Yeah. To make that story correct. Not a lot of Marthas out there these days. There aren't. There Do you aren't. know a Martha? Martha, Martha. I did know a Martha like eight years ago. Oh, what's she doing now? Um, she's track her down? married with kids, married a cop. Happy? Oh, very happy. Oh, damn it. I haven't That's seen her for eight years. Eight years ago, she was happy. I did meet a Martha in an improv class once, but I wasn't a big fan. Really? No, nah, she wasn't. Mm-hmm. I don't like people that I meet in improv class in the first place. Usually. Really? No, they're just so fake. But I they're think. meeting you too. Yeah, <laughs> yo. But I feel like I was very real. I was the one real person in the improv class. Because you were you. Th- nobody else there had the same like. You know, they no. they all felt they were real. Yeah, no, they all knew they were fake. <laughs> they knew they it. were like they could. That's why they didn't like me. They could see how real I was. Yeah. I'd love it if I actually felt that way and I was that naive about how I'm the only real person in an improv. No, uh, I just didn't like the form of comedy, so I really. I well, were you the only stand-up in the room? I wasn't. I kind of smell done you coming a mile point. away. I didn't really do stand-up when I was doing improv, though. Oh, I really? felt like I was. I could never play a character. I was kind of always Matt Riggs and everything. <laughs> but I felt like I was in the moment. Like right now, this is kind of an improv. We're having a conversation. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so, you know, off so, the cuff. I mean, I plan most of this, but. I'll give it a little bit for improv mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. I don't know if you've ever improv before. No, no. Uh, would you be I'm, good at it? I'm you look telling, like an improv girl, though. I'm telling Well, I I totally would be down for it. I would totally, I think I would eat it up. Uh, Do you have $8,000 to spend? <laughs> no. No? No, but actually, I was just in a conversation uh, with uh, Charlie... Barry, uh, I've heard of him. A couple nights ago, he will never be on this podcast because this is called Matt Likes Girls, and he is a man. <laughs> um, so I was having a conversation with him outside comedy sports. Yes, because he was. We were talking about improv classes. He wants me to do improv with him. He he's doing me. three. He is doing improv at Annoyance, Second City, and then maybe IO. Probably IO. Because uh, otherwise, what's what's another one? I don't think there is. An, is I there think that that's a it. Players I mean, Workshop or something. Okay, like then that? no, there must be IO. Yeah. But he, I asked him which one was his favorite. He said they were all the same length in classes. Uh, yeah, they're all like three. Second City was like three fifty. The other ones were two something. Yeah. He, I asked him which one was the best because I, I'd like to know if I ever took one. He sure. said, hands down, Annoyance. That's where I took improv, and okay. I didn't like it, and I'll tell you why. Um, because it was level one, supposed to be the basics of improv, mm-hmm. but almost every other person in my class had already gone through Second City and the I.O., 
So they brought with them all these characters and all this stuff. Mm. So they would go out there, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, maybe they just come up with this character, but they went out there very, like, forced. It seemed very forced. Yeah. In my opinion, there's so many people that take improv. It's almost like stand-up. There's so many people that do it that you're normally dealing with people that are bad at it hmm. on average. Like, if you go to an open mic, unless you're there on a good night, over half the people there should not be doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you say that's probably the case? Or at least, there's a couple, like, Coles is, Coles very much always has a lot of, like, first-timers, I yeah. notice. Things like that. Like, there's so always I'm, a lot. Maybe that's it. The way I, there's some people, I've been doing this for almost three years, but, like, full i hate to say full-time because it's not full-time it's not my job but like about a month about a year and a half i've been doing it a lot like regularly like people are like see me more than once every six months or whatever Mm -hmm. there are people that started way before me that have been doing it longer than i have (laughs) that have in no way gotten better since i've started and yet they still are out there seven (laughs) times a week doing this stuff that no one ever laughs at and I'm like, how can this be the case? How can you n- be that naive about yourself? That like 300, let's let's say they go out 300 times a year, probably, probably more. <laughs> Definitely on Christmas, right? I actually did a show on Christmas. Oh, really? At the Ace Bar, yeah. Oh, Ace. I bloodied my lip because I pulled the mic out and I hit my lip with it. Oh no! And then I tried to do jokes with a napkin, like holding onto it. It was really sad, but um, like. Why are they still doing it? Like, you just I want know. someone to be like, hey, do you realize how much television that you're missing right now? Like, you could be watching all this great television. Yeah. We're in a golden age of television, and you're out here trying to dick <laughs> around on an open mic where no one wants you to be here. Go home. Watch Breaking Bad. Have something to talk to your relatives about. Then maybe you'll have a better relationship with them instead of thinking they just don't believe in you as an artist. It's because you're not an artist. Yeah. that's That comes off of me being very frustrated with comedy, well, I guess. Well, you know what? There's, I mean, I... I, I gotta say, I go, I go both ways on this though, because there are definitely some people that are coming to mind as you're saying that, that like just, they just keep coming out and they just keep sucking and they're not getting any better. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, I guess a snobby, uh, like a, I don't want to say snobby, but I mean, when you go to an open mic and it's full of a lot of people that have been doing it for years that aren't really getting any better, they're uh-huh. not going anywhere with it. Part of me feels like, you know what? Fuck it. Let them do it because this is their thing. This might be all they have in life, but then at the same time, a lot of, like, from a comedian perspective, it's also like, man, they're taking up so much right? time of people that are actually That's four going... minutes closer than I could be on stage. Yeah. <laughs> that's so shitty. That, and I it's come so up like shitty. a real dick, so and I'm not trying to. But that's why I feel, but it, it's, but at the same time, we also know, like, if they were just starting out, it'd be different. Sure. But after years, I don't know, I mean, maybe this is all they have in life, though. Maybe this is all that ever gets them out of the house, and yeah. I, at that point, I feel like it's I can't their social network. It. Yeah, I can't not like I can't knock it. If it wasn't for this, they'd probably have killed themselves already. Maybe that would be the worst to get, idea. Or it's going to go the other way, and they're going to become a comedian and kill themselves. Well, that's <laughs> and true. And just get even depressed in another light. Yeah, I do feel less funny now that I've been doing comedy for a while, <laughs> which is so weird because I've been enjoying the time on stage, but now I'm sadder than I was before. I, I don't know. It's like a yeah. weird. Maybe I was sad then too. I, just I think it's because it's coming out because you're flushing it out. Could be on I'm stage. Flushing out do. the happy and. Comedy is uh, emotional detox because it, it 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 it's like niacin. 
Like, have you ever, did you ever do that? Uh, I've never done it, but I've seen people that did nice and, okay. and they just get all red and itchy and stuff. I will tell, I, I've done nice because, uh, there was a job I had, I had to take a drug test. Sure. And uh, I had to take a bunch of nice. For people, niacin's like a, it's a pill, right? It's like a. It's a, it's an herbal supplement. You okay. can get it at any pharmacy and, and it wash it, cleans out the body. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know the do exact drugs. terms for it. For but druggies, like Angela. For anything. I know. Just <laughs> for anything. Like, people just take it just to have a, a healthy immune system because oh. it clears out the body. Um, but, like, uh, like they take it when they're sick. It's just, it's an herbal supplement that is supposed Watch to... Watch the first episode yeah. of Workaholics. They take it in the first episode of the oh, TV show. Oh, do they? Show. I don't yeah. know this. It's actually a really funny show. Ooh. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. Um... So I took it. You're supposed to take like the the uh, dose is like two, I uh-huh. think, and I took. You have to take like half the bottle for it to actually detox sure. you of, that of things that will show up in a, a drug test. Yeah. And uh, why don't they test for niacin in a drug test? Uh, you know what? They're uh, I don't know about niacin, but they do have the drink that you could buy for like forty, fifty bucks yeah. at a head shop. They, they're whatever is in that, they can test for that now. Ah. That is because I remember my last job I had, uh, I, smart. I helped hire people and I remember like telling them, you know, like, hey, just so you know that yeah, I can work. tell you're not going to pass the drug test and I just want you to know if you drink that drink, we will still know just FYI. Yeah. Saving them 50 bucks. Yeah. Save 50 bucks. Although you should have bought like, put money into a head shop so then you could have made money off of these people like oh no just go send the drink like just sending all these people over to buy that drink you're making money off of them and then they don't yeah. get the job hey, you're not a horrible person i apologize please I- continue <laughs> with your story um so uh then like yeah you just you end up feeling really really hot it's basically it feels as though you just ran a marathon yeah and that feeling afterwards where it just all of a sudden like your blood is flowing so fast and everything's releasing. Now your blood's not flowing fast, but it feels like it is. Yeah. Um, and just Are you get your, itchy as well. Yes. It gets itchy because all of your pores in your body open up. Oh wow. Open up and exhale is what happens. Oh crazy. And yeah, so you feel hot. You feel like you're in a hundred and thirty degree. Like is it a good idea oh, to you shower? Can. Yeah, no, you can shower. Okay. Um, it's just like, it actually feels really cool. It feels hot, and the hot is what makes it itchy. It feels the exact same way as when you get a sunburn. That's exactly how it okay. feels, and you get all itchy it's a from a sunburn. sunburn though. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually pretty. I mean, I, I should just do it on a regular basis just to detox. Oh my god! Did I? No, I didn't. Ta- I talked about it uh, on Monday. That's right. I didn't see you on Monday. No, the open you mics. Not. I am on a detox. Oh. I am on day four. How's that going? Is you got the energy today then? Is that the Yeah, energy you know day? what? I rode my bike from Logan Square in like 15 minutes and I felt good and uh I was I was with some friends last night and they were drinking gin and tonics and uh I didn't drink gin and tonics okay. and I feel like it was one of those things where I'm I'm on my ride here and I'm thinking holy shit like oh can we swear? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I talked about raping earlier. I feel like yes. Um, so uh I just I felt good. And I was thinking to myself, I would have had a hangover, and I'd be riding, and I'd be like sweating, be and miserable. I'd feel disgusting. And this when podcast I got here. Would, have, yeah, would have sucked, probably. Yeah. yeah. And then you would have had to sit next to me, and I would have been all hungover and gross. Yeah. And but like, no, I'm I'm literally on day four, and I talked about it on. Uh, what are you not doing? What is a detox? Just like? alcohol. Okay. Yeah. All right. So day one, I had day one was Sunday, and I had a show. Were you drinking daily before this? Pretty was much. It? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Right. Like Did literally. Did you get any shakes at all? No, no, I'm, I'm not. And here's, here's the thing. So Saturday, okay. I knew that I wanted to, me and my friend Tony, uh, we, we were talking about doing a detox and like the average detox is like 30 days ish. You know, maybe I All know right. somebody, I know somebody's doing 45 days right now and she's almost done. And what a mad stuff like man. That. Yeah. And I think it's like, I think it's cause of New Year's. I think it's just as a coincidence. There's a lot of other people doing detoxes. So, sure. um, but basically, uh, we, we had this, 
this is what I was talking about on stage on, on Sunday and Monday that like we had this huge, massive conversation on when to do the detox because it started out as we were like, okay, let's do a month or, yeah. or two weeks maybe. We know ourselves and better and we're like, okay, maybe we'll do two weeks. Sure. So we looked at our calendars. We could not find a time that we would literally like, well, hold on. The Super Bowl weeks. is this time. So we want to make sure we can drink exactly. during the Super Bowl. So, oh uh, my God. I'm going to need to drink on Valentine's Day because I'm going to be sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Exactly. So yeah. we're sitting there going through our calendars and like, I, I'm like, well, I've got, oh man, I've got this huge party to go to you. Yeah. And he's, and I'm like, well, what about, uh, what about early first two weeks of February? He's like, ah, oh, I got my sister's wedding. We're like, oh, we can't do that. Sure. And so we literally could not, we were like getting into summer and we literally, <laughs> we like, we're just like, we, we were, it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And so we ended up narrowing it down from a month just to squeeze it in. We narrowed it down to two weeks. Still couldn't do it. So that we ended up squeezing in. Uh, now I have my show on Sunday. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I co-host. So I, you know, I got free bar tab. So I'm like, well, I'm going to want a drink because it's free. And then sure. we also have, uh, our production company that me and my friend Tony are on. We, uh, we are, there, there's, uh, these, uh, associates of ours that are having a, a free, beer uh huge party this friday oh no this is gonna be the big tester yeah because it's free and it's gonna be a huge party for like a lot of people that are involved in uh sure. like theater and stuff yeah oh no you don't want to be around those people sober <laughs> so um basically we're like okay if we're gonna do this it needs to be one week because that is all we could ever squeeze in. So we narrowed it down to one week. So you're over halfway done with your cleanse, oh my God. apparently. I know, but like, it's, it's so weird. And, and so we shoved it in. And so we started on Sunday. Yeah. Which was also the day after, cause me and Tony, uh, and some other friends of ours, we were in a music video with the owl on Saturday. Okay. Now this is. I a, myself recently did a music video. Oh my God, dude. Everybody's doing a music video. Yeah. Everybody's. Oh my, this is so crazy. Okay. Yeah. Hold that thought because okay. this is pretty incredible. It's all really right. weird. It's like, music video season i don't know it's yeah. weird um but yeah so uh oh, oh yeah so the video uh, at uh, owl was we had free uh pbrs and genesis during it because i don't know what Gen- what is that genesee it's it's the same thing as a pbr only actually even a l- it's a little bit shittier Oof. but it's a tall boy oh well so you go for the tall boy no yeah. i would go for the qual i mean if they're free regardless why not go for the PBR? yeah i did both i drank i kind of switched off back okay. and forth All right. um but the the scene that we shot, or actually it was the whole video, that we shot, we're in a party and we're supposed to be drinking. So yes. we got, after five takes of this video, this music video, we were, all of us extras, we Tanked. were getting fucking dent. Yeah. We were getting so trashed. And so I left, and this is that, this started at one in the afternoon. Okay. So by five, yeah. I was tanked, Matt. I was tanked <laughs> I believe you, so sir. bad. Yeah. And, uh, it, it was pretty, so, and, and then I ended up, and I had a going away party to go to that night where everybody was drinking. I didn't yeah. even make the party. I went home and crashed. Yeah. It was awful. And so it was like, okay, definitely we're starting this detox today. Okay. It was really insane. It was a good way to go out. It was a good way to do it. So, yeah. yeah. So we, we had, uh, you know, so we had to narrow it down to a week and kind of squeeze it into where we could. And, uh, day four, I feel good. What if you feel great on day seven and you're like, you know what? I know I get a free bar tab from the show, but you know, maybe I'll just get a soda pop. I totally, you know, we've discussed it because he feels great. Tony is, he's one of my best friends. Okay. He feels great. I feel really good. Um, and it's, you know, we didn't even know if we wanted it to include wine. We didn't know. <laughs> we were like. So originally wine was fine. You could have just drank wine all the no, time. No, no, we decided it's not good. Okay. But I did drink because I have been sick on Monday morning. Uh, I drank way too much cough syrup before I went to work. 
Okay. I got fucked up at work. I was, I text Tony and I was like, I hope I didn't cheat. I was like, I feel like I cheated because I accidentally drank too much coffee. No, really, it was the codeine cough syrup or? Um, it's Robitussin. But it's the, uh, oh, it's that's the, not the same thing at all, though. That's not like alcohol, though. That's, well, that's it has, more of it a has like 1.5% alcohol. Yeah. But, yeah. I was basically robo tripping at work. Sure. And yeah, there was yeah. definitely, there was a two hour point at work where I definitely felt fucked up and then I got super nauseous and I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to throw up. Okay. From the robo testing. Like, yeah. I didn't even feel like I drank that much. I Did guess you maybe, throw up? No, I didn't. And then okay. it subsided and I felt fine, but it was just weird. I actually felt drunk at work and I was like, all I can think of is, Robitussin. I must have drank too much because I just I don't use that little measuring cup. I just gulp it. Just chug. Yeah, I do. I just chug <sighs> I don't. I can't do the liquid cough stuff. Yeah. The last girlfriend I had, I asked her to bring me some Nyquil and Dayquil, and she brought the liquid stuff, and I was just like, no, I can't. Do this. <laughs> this is, no, they come in really nice caplets, and I can swallow them, and it yeah. works. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Why ever do the liquid? Oh, people can't swallow pills. I guess people with bad gag reflexes. Oh, my gag reflex was just fine. <laughs> Um, that was a weird, I made an okay symbol. It was very strange. Yeah, it was weird. So the video, I, my video was two weeks ago with Chris Condren. I think you know him. Yeah, actually, I, I remember when he was on his way to, when he was there at the yeah. video. Awesome. Yeah. How'd that go? Joe Fernandez and Chad Briggs. Uh, it was good. It was for this band, Dastardly. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Oh, so Jamie Campbell was there too. He was there. That's right. I heard I he forgot. told me that you guys, uh, almost got choked to death by dust. Dust. I actually came home. I couldn't breathe. I got off the <laughs> bus and I tried to walk home. I had to stop like three times because I just couldn't breathe. There was, <laughs> was so it like much 9/11? dust. Was <laughs> it like 911? I doubt it. <laughs> Weird, I got weird about 9-11. I make so many jokes about 9-11 on stage, but now I'm like, come on. No, I just mean like the, where people like even way after. Like the whole crew was wearing masks and stuff. We didn't get masks. We're just sitting there the whole time in all this dust. It was miserable. Yeah. I forgot Jamie was there. Yeah. It was very fun. It was a Mm. good time. Um, yeah. So that's cool. We're going to be music videos. So now, but tell me more about this because all that I know is that it was in a basement. It was for a band named Dastardly and there was a lot of dust. What did you guys do? A lot of dust. Uh, it's like a church, like a cult kind of church service Ooh. thing. And, uh, a lot of just like sitting there nodding our heads and then getting a little crazier and then having the spirit inside of us. <coughs> Oh, so it was like an evangelical spirit, like yeah, like the song is very much him, like kind of preaching from a. I feel like I have something on my nose. Uh, preaching from like a, from like I'll just use this rag. Um, that's gross, <laughs> right? I don't have Kleenex, so I just use whatever I can. It might be somebody's cum rag. I don't know. Well, it would be my cum rag, and I feel as though it's fine. That's gross. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sock man anyway, but okay, so that's taking it back. <laughs> gonna restart. Uh very evangelical and kinda culty and stuff. And there was some weird like him healing people. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get healed, but I, I did some cool <laughs> some cool clapping and with my hair looking all crazy and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Did you guys do like uh speak in tongues? Like is it like Well there's no audio, but there's a lot of like dancing around and acting all crazy and stuff yeah it was really fun this one girl came out and just did all these flips and crazy shit yeah yeah it was a fun time and we played a little game uh, it was a movie game where you took movie titles and inserted the word dildo into them <laughs> and it was very fun <laughs> and it made us laugh please please give me some examples um like a clear present dildo <laughs> back to the dildo like stuff like that and we would just try back to like to the dildo. <laughs> we would just try to get like the best ones 
and make people laugh. And everyone was on board except for Chad Briggs, who did not enjoy that game at all. Why? That game's amazing. I've never so heard of fun. this. It was so much fun. Did somebody make it up on the spot? Uh, like the couple members of the band were doing it, and then we sort of like we grasped onto it. Like Home oh. Alone Two, Lost in Dildo, like stuff like that would be <laughs> the stuff that you would throw out, and you would just try to sit there and think, like, what's well, I gotta get a good one. I gotta get a good one. And <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a fun little game. This is going to be, I, I'm absolutely all about this. Sure. I'm all about this game. I cannot wait to play it. Yeah, bring it into your life. Oh, my God. And whatnot. I'm not completely on a detox, but I, because uh, I've drank, I drink Saturday. I don't drink that often. Alcohol's not really a big crutch. For me, it's more food. But uh, <laughs> soda, I've, tomorrow will be week three without soda. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. That's like detoxing from alcohol. Oh, the first week was miserable. It's so addictive. Yeah, it was miserable. Wow. So how wh- how much soda were you drinking? I was drinking a lot of soda. Like, I'm not I'm not bragging when it was like close to a two liter a day, probably. Yeah. Maybe a little less, but it was a lot of soda. Wow. Now, would you drink diet soda or no. regular soda? Well, diet soda has weird chemicals in it. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I would just drink sugar instead. What was your what was your favorite soda that a, you're a having Pepsi, a hard time? A Coke. Like I was at a I was at a Seven Eleven last night, um, and I looked at it and I was kind of like, yeah, I could go for go for some soda, but it's also it's very rewarding not drinking it. Like at that movie, sh- the video shoot, it had been like a week and two days or three days since I'd stopped drinking soda, and they had a giant tub full of Mountain Dew and Dr Pepper, and I just looked at it and I was like. I could easily just drink this right now. No one's going to care. Everyone always says, oh, I'm going to go on a diet. And then two weeks later, you see them eating a whole pizza. Like that happens in life. But I was like, you know what? No, I'll just drink water. So I drink water all day. And like I I got through it. And so far, it's been almost three, maybe a month. I don't remember when I stopped. But Wow. No, that's really incredible. Yeah. Uh, do you feel do you feel any difference? Like, Well, I've been sick kind of the whole time, so I don't feel any different, no. Yeah. But I've been drinking nothing but water and maybe a little juice. I had some uh, – I went to McDonald's and I got the, the stuff that kids drink, the orange high C stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not technically soda, and it has no caffeine in it. So It's only not soda because it doesn't have carbonation. Otherwise, Correct. Oh, no, I know. It's still – but it's more the caffeine, really, I think. Although I do need to stop the sugar part, but the caffeine is the thing that was hard – to stop like if i had a sprite i don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world yeah. if i have a stomach ache someday i'll probably end up having a sprite or i guess i could have a soda water but that's you can still do diet and again i feel like i don't want to take aspartame into my body like mm-hmm. we did a thing in high school where we took aspartame and we made tie-dye shirts with it <laughs> and i was like i don't feel like i should be drinking this right and it's in soda pop so no, you know what? It's actually really funny when uh, I always think about this. When I see people flipping out about uh, people doing drugs and drinking alcohol and all this stuff and uh, smoking cigarettes, yeah, big one, smoking cigarettes because it causes cancer. But then they drink diet Pepsi, which you know is what aspartame or no phenylalanine. What is phenylalanine? I don't know what it is, but it's gross. Phenylalanolix, something yeah. like that. Um, but you know all those warning contains phenylac phenylalanine. Sure. Or warning uh, contains uh, aspartame, and then Splenda is not weird though. Like Splenda, I don't like Splenda at all, but it's it's not like a 
Is it not? Like where aspartame is supposed to be really bad for you. Yeah, I think it's horrible for you, yeah. But I don't know if Splend is horrible for you. I just I know it tastes bad. I think they have another one, too, that's... My dad's diabetic, so he always finds, like, the fake sugars and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think they have another one. I don't know what it is. Well, like, there's equal, sweet and low. Like, I know they all taste bad to me. I think that stuff has aspartame in it, I believe. Is it? Okay, because yeah. I know they taste bad, but I was thinking, too, that they're supposed to be bad for you. Like, they have cancer-causing... Well, it's weird because they're bad for you in a different way than sugar is. Sugar is going to affect the diabetic. Like they're, they're, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Like my grandma was diabetic. It still is. And there would be times where she would just kind of go into like a little shock and you mm. would need to get her like either get her some sugar or get her something that wasn't sugar, which, which either way it was. Yeah. But if she has equal, it's fine. It's just fucking her up in other ways. So it's like a weird sort of – that happens a lot. Like if you take ibuprofen for a headache, you're kind of messing with your uh, liver a little bit. So it's mm. like you're kind of taking one thing for another. Yeah. It's weird. Like there's no drugs that don't have a side effect in some sort of way. Right, right. Yeah. No, definitely. So So if you smoke pot to get high, you're fucking up your lungs or whatever. I mean yeah. stuff's stuff's going to happen. As opposed to not drinking because you want to save your liver. Now, I don't know about if you don't eat. Like no, that's fine. Uh, I don't know if you eat drugs. Like If you eat pot, I don't know how that affects you. It wouldn't affect your lungs. You're right. I don't think that it affects anything. So maybe that's the perfect food then? That is the perfect drug. There you go. Like that song by Nine Inch Nails. Perfect drug. There you go. There perfect. You go. Well, let's talk a little bit about you since you're on the show. I figure this has been a very fun conversation, but we can <laughs> give the audience a little bit about what you got going on. Um, how long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy for two years. Okay. So not too much longer after I started. You've also mm-hmm. started. Uh, do you like it? I love it. Do you? I love it. Okay. Was that your first creative outlet? Did you ever do acting or anything like that? Uh, I mean, high school. I was in plays in high school. Okay. Um, but my outlet was after, like, uh, all in college. I was in a lot of like clubs and protests and president and vice president of things. Wow. Yeah, I was on student. I was on. I was a senator on the student government. What school did you go to? Northeastern Illinois, right over here. Okay. Yep. Where's North? Where is it? I don't Northeast. Know. Well, I mean, I went to CLC, Causal Lake County, for for you know sure, years. Sure. Of course. And I transferred when I moved to this. I lived in the city for five years. All right. And um, so that's when I moved here. And Northeastern is in Alb- the Albany Park neighborhood. Okay. Which is if you uh, if you go down uh, what is that Peterson? Please don't tell people my exact address. <laughs> That's all I ask. No, no, I was just saying it's uh like by Peterson and Kimballish. Oh, Kimball, okay. Yeah, that's that's the Albany Park neighborhood. All right. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, I love that school. Uh, huge school. It just it doesn't have dorms, so it's a commuter school, but it's big. Sure. And, um, so, uh, so I there I had a lot of outlets there. Like that took that took up a lot of time and as far as far as creative energy because that was still creativeness. Like I was a vice president of. Students Against War, which was our, our anti-war group. It's a valid group. Because sure. I, I helped create the group. And then we were members uh, of Campus Anti-War Network, which linked us to all the other colleges in the city and across the country for okay. holding protests and shit. So like when, like million, uh, like the, the march down Michigan Avenue, like we'd help organize that. Oh, like that. cool. All right. So, um, yeah, so I had a lot of outlets in that sense as far as things that I was just really involved in. And then as soon as I graduated, uh, like I, you know, I, I started, uh, I started seeing this guy who, him and a couple other friends started. I thought you mean dating, not just looking at him. 
Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I hadn't talked in a while and I felt like I needed to make a horrible joke. Please go ahead. So I got into comedy because uh, him and a couple friends opened up the open mic at Big Joe's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big Joe's is in my path. What a horrible place to start comedy. It wasn't at the time. It wasn't at the time. Yeah, I know. So I was, uh, so, you know, he was telling me. Uh, that, you know, he's like, yeah, we're about to open up this open mic. You should come out. You know, he's like, oh, you're funny. You should come out. I think you'd like it. Yeah. So I, like the day before I, I wrote, uh, a story, like a, a funny, I mean, it was a true story, but it, yeah. you know, I wrote it all down. Uh, you know, it took a few minutes to tell, told it on stage, uh, the April 19th, uh, I believe was the grand opening of the open mic of Big Joe's <laughs> Okay. Ago. Right. So, uh, it's so that's how, that's how Chicago. I can tell what my very first time ever doing stand up was, was that, that okay. opening. Nice. I, I know the date that I started as well. Yeah. When was that? Uh, July 26th. I did, uh, entertaining Julia. Oh. I got to do a real show for my first show ever. Oh, was, really? Yeah. Cause I knew Beth. It was a thing, but. Rockstar. Right? Oh my it's, God. Yeah. It's fine. I did okay. <laughs> but yeah. I, I've said this before, but I don't think I would have continued doing comedy if I would have started in the open mic scene. Oh, really? Because it kind of sucked. Because I knew Beth and I knew like Brendan McGowan. I knew some people. And then like that sort of, not that it, they did anything for me, but knowing them and seeing what could happen helped out a good deal. It, if I would have just went to an open mic and been sad, I probably would have stopped doing it. So well, wait, but helped. if you weren't in the scene, how'd you know them? Uh, I knew Brendan from working together at, at the trolley company. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, yeah. That's and right. I did a sketch show where Brendan booked comedians and one of them was Beth. And we got along really well, so we started going to her show. And then I was like, hey, I didn't know anybody. I was like, hey, I want to do comedy. Can I do your show? And she's like, yeah, you're funny. Sure. <laughs> so I did. And awesome. My, my dad was there. It was like a whole cool thing. So now you just, you know, now all these new open micer kids are going to hear this and be like, that's it. They're just yeah. going to walk up to people and be like, hey, I want to do your show. Well, if you're friends with them, <laughs> perhaps, but that's don't true. ask me to do the, your funniest <laughs> friend true. show because I'm going to tell you no. But, um, yeah, please continue with your story that you. Oh, no, that, that was just it. I, oh, I, I went you know up, the date? Uh, I went up and. Was I, it full? Were there a lot of people at this yeah. big Joe's open mic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, I would say for, for a new open mic, people were coming and going, uh, quite often. At the time that I was on stage, I'm thinking there was probably about 15 people in front of me, but it was also very small. You know, Big Joe's, very small area. Very small. It's a very odd. I did it once in like October of two years mm-hmm. ago, and I was kind of like, this is, cause I just done comedy sports in front of like a large number of people. Yeah. And then I went with, uh, Tim Brosh and Colin Bohannon up there, and I was kind of like, wow, this is kind of weird and such. Yeah. Yeah. Was the microphone by the by the front window? Uh, it was there was like a pole. I feel like there was a yeah. No, yeah. there's a pole with the with the coat. I feel well, like I was, when that it was started, the kind of it was in that little back space. That would have been better. I feel that was where it was. Yeah, they actually moved it because it got to be popular enough to where you couldn't fit everybody over oh. there. They actually so they moved it over by the, the night I was there would have been better in the back because there yeah, were a lot of people. Yeah, they should have moved it back over yeah. there because it did get. I mean, you know how open mics are. They're like the tides. They flow in and out sure. of popularity. Of they come and they go. And so Big Joe's, when it first started, everybody's hitting it up because it was new. And then it actually was just doing really, really good. And then after, and so, so I did it that first time that it opened. And then I went back the next week, had a yeah. new story to tell. Went back the next week, had a new story to tell. And I was just like, oh my God, this is all, like, I was, I was hooked immediately. Yeah, it's fun. I was totally hooked. And it was, it was like the, uh, the third time doing it that a uh, couple comics were like, hey, you know, if you if you really enjoy doing this, why don't you come check out these other ones? And they recommended Geo's. 
Okay. Which uh, Joe Kilgallen was doing at the time. All right. Down Demon, I believe. Sure. Is that it? So know. it was close by it. So they're like, yeah, right down the street there's Geo's and then there's also Globe Pub. By my, somewhat close to my house. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so they're like, so then I, that was where I first started venturing out was yeah. those spaces. Sure. Nice. <clears throat> and then, uh, so the, the history, Big Joe's is, uh, so they did it. These boys, I only saw that dude for a few months. Okay. But, uh, kept going with the comedy. And then, uh. So you would still go to the open mic even though you weren't dating the kid anymore? Or did he stop doing it after a while? Uh, he stopped doing it. Okay. He stopped going. Cause he's, he wasn't a comic. His friend was. Okay. And they did it together. Do I know this friend? Uh, the friend? Yeah. Uh, was Eric Michael Schroeder. Mm, sounds familiar, but he I don't was know. doing, uh, he was doing open mics like crazy for a while and then he's kind of fell off the scene. That seems uh, to happen. He pops in every once in a while. He's the one that started, uh, that, yeah, he's the one that kind of started Lucky Never Girl. Oh. Very, very original heydays. Okay. Um, for everyone not in Chicago, these mean nothing at all <laughs> to you, but if you know the scene. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, but, and then it changed hands and he got busy and then it went, uh, they turned it over to Othi who lived right across the street. <laughs> See, I went, I don't think Othi was in charge when I first went. I don't remember who hosted it the night that I was there yeah. actually, but it was not fun. And then I was like, Mm-mm. I'm not, well, I'm not it, it got to be really pulling teeth and there was a while where it was just like, it's not even happening or if it does happen, three people show up yeah. and I stopped going for, I didn't go like all all summer and yeah. like I just stopped going because it, one it's way up there well here but it's not too far from I was actually surprised when I got in a cab drunk how close it was to my house I was like oh wait I'm here now yeah but oh, um, yeah. it's not that far from here mm-hmm. please don't tell people where I live no stop I won't. it <laughs> I've made references that uh, <laughs> it's fine people come on over I got a he back he lives by Lake Michigan <laughs> I got a back patio um yeah, yeah. so okay. yeah that's it that's it it's just you know like uh that that's what happened there. <laughs> Nice. And then the, I feel like the way, uh, one, if you do it, you gotta like show that you're getting better. Mm-hmm. And two, that you gotta show that you're kind of around all the time. Like those yeah. are like the two things that you gotta do for people to be like, oh, yeah, I'll remember that person's name. Mm-hmm. Or I'll see them at a show or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Keep, uh, cause out of sight, out of mind. Is, oh, sure. I think it's huge. Yeah. In, in this business. I've gotten huge. very bad about not going out to open mics, even though I have all the time in the world off. Mm-hmm. Like last night I did a podcast and then I just didn't feel well. So I was like, I don't want to go stand somewhere for three hours or whatever. Yeah. But you know, you can't live your life there. Like you need a little time off is the way that I look at yeah. it. I took December off from open mics. The whole month. month? I did, I did shows. I Even was, I did. Christmas Day? Actually, Christmas Day, I had my show, which was canceled oh. because it was Christmas Day oh. and the bar was closed. That sucks. Otherwise, it would have, I would have had a show. Sure, why I would have had a show on People Christmas have nothing Day. to do on Christmas night. Why would you cancel? I know. It? No, we were very upset. Like, I mean, I will upset, like, sad. Like, I was very sad. Like, yeah. that's, I look forward to that all month long. It's sure. only once a month. And, oh, like, no. Um, yeah, so I was very, very sad. And so. Where is uh, your, you should say the name of your show. So the that... show is the Sunny Night Sex Show. Oh, hello. And, uh, yep. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm the lovely assistant, you know, so I'm like a co-host. Uh, okay. With who? The two hosts are Robin Panakia and Samantha Irby. Never heard of either of those names before. They are. Life. Well, a lot of comedians are going to know who they are now because, uh, well, Robin's a really good friend of mine, so she's been, she's starting to meet everybody. You know, okay. around. But, um, 
they're uh they're both literary like re- like uh like Samantha Irby has an amazing amazing badass blog called Bitches Gotta Eat. Okay, check and out Bitches Gotta Eat. Just yes. fucking like she tells shit like it is so hardcore. It is amazing. Right. She is so sharp with her like her uh, observations about just like. And it's not just about like you know what it's like to be a girl kind of a thing, but I mean a, a lot what, of it has. What is so... it like to be a girl? <laughs> Rough. Really? No, you just reminded me of. Do you remember the? Do you know the movie? One of my. It's it's in my top three favorite movies of all time, The Virgin Suicides. I I've never seen it, but I know of it. Okay. Is there's that a, a line. question that's asked? Uh, no, like there's a know? line where. <clears throat> where uh, this girl? This isn't. Uh, this isn't the in the black plot so you, this isn't uh giving anything away you can feel free to spoil it i don't okay uh, I don't no it's uh, it's an amazing book too um, okay so uh this girl she she's 13 and she tries to kill herself and the doctor says her she's in the bed she's all got her wrist wrapped up and the doctor says to her he's like you know something like you know you're such a sweet young lady you have so much to live for and she goes I like with this great attitude. She's like, obviously, doctor, you've never been a thirteen-year-old girl. Oh, and I just always, I was like, oh, I just always thought that was such a cool line. Isn't Kristen Dunst in that movie? Yes, yeah, she is. is she's she the she's main like girl? the star. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, she the she's... one that says that line? No. No. Okay. No. No. What have been good if she did? Oh, uh, but anyways, uh, so uh, her blog it is outstanding. Eat. Uh, well, com. she reads. She reads all over the city. She's a literary reader and blogger. Like she reads at the hideout. She reads all over. Okay. Um, she was in, oh my God, she was just in the reader. They did an article on her in the reader. That's cool. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, uh two months ago. Okay. She, she had a, a big article in there. Like she's, she's doing amazing things. Good. And, uh, yeah. And Robin, uh, Robin, her and Robin have been running the show together for a while. What I does Robin do? Robin. Uh, well, Rob, Robin's in the literary scene as well. Okay. So yeah, she, she writes a lot and she but goes around as, all the literary scene. Not as good scene. as the other girl. Well, she just doesn't have a, no, uh, I didn't say that. No. Well, but, you're sort of inferring. No, I didn't. No, I did not. <laughs> no, no, but Sam's got a blog, so it's like easy to talk Robin, about. Robin, get about. on that blog. Robin, get doing? on that blog. Come girl. on, Robin. Jesus. <laughs> I know you're listening to this. We've um, never met, but if you don't start blogging, I'm not going to be your friend. So they did, uh, so I met these girls because, um, Maggie Edney. I know her. Maggie Edney is how I met Robin because Robin and Maggie are good friends. Okay. Uh, and wait, I th- I feel like I might know this girl. I feel like you I might, might know have Robin met her. now. Does she have kind of like reddish hair. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like she was yep. at the the barbecue. Was she at the comedian barbecue? Oh, me and her. We did our set together. We we did our segment together. It was me and her at uh, you, me, then everybody. Oh, I've never been to that. Oh, but... I thought that's one that you were talking about. No, no, no. The the barbecue, the outside, the Bill Cosby. Was she at the oh, Bill Cosby thing? Oh, I was thing? there. No, she was not. Oh, because no. there was some girl that was at the Bill Cosby thing. And was also at Jeff Hansen's birthday, and I don't know that girl's name. She was at Jeff. I brought her. She was my date. Then I must have met her there because I met everyone there. Was she a small, short, blonde girl? I met some small, short, blonde girl. No, 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 okay, no, no. She's, was. she's. You know, you were right with the red hair. Okay, then. Her are you sure she red. wasn't at the comedian thing then? She was not very friendly you know to what? me, if I'm okay. not mistaken. You know what? If she was, I had to. Met, I might not have met her yet. Okay. I didn't know her at the time. I feel like I tried to talk to her and she wasn't very friendly to me. No, you know what? I had met her because no, I had met her. I had this met her. This is no already. offense to her, but I feel like she's not a fan of Matt Riggs. Well, I, no, I, you know what? She she must not. I don't think she was at the barbecue because I okay. knew her then at that point, right. based on other events going. Well, on. whoever this was at the Jeff Hansen birthday, I tried to like be friendly and she was not all about it. And I was in no way trying to hit on her. I was just <laughs> a, I'm a friendly gent. 
And she's so fuck her. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm sure she's. <laughs> I'm sure she's fine. She is like one of my closest friends. She's a whore. No, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure she's great. I have no. Yeah. I love you, Robin. Yeah. Um. I don't. But <laughs> maybe you should be nicer to people. I, mean, I don't think it love was her, you. dude. Somebody. No, she definitely. I brought. She was my date to Jeff Hansen's uh, birthday party. Well, I showed up late, so me. I don't know who. I know there were like five girls there. I met them. I don't know their names. I feel bad. Mm. Um, One of yeah, them stood I, outside and sold Greenpeace or something. I don't no, know who no. that was. Um, so they so they started this show a while ago. I I, I actually don't know how long quite how long ago, but um, okay. they started bringing in. It was all just readers, and it's funny shit too. Like. When I say literary reading, it's not just people getting up there and just reading a story and that the they wrote. Day, I saw yeah, no, it's all like really funny. Se- the whole the whole show is sex and relationship themed. Okay. And um, but it's all funny shit too. Like, so people get up there and they'll read like this crazy story about a sexual encounter that they had, sure. or something like that, or or a date gone really fucking horrible. But it's yeah. always hilarious, and it's extremely entertaining. And every show has been dynamite. And so I uh. They, uh, I think, you know, if it was, I don't know if it was Maggie Edney's suggestion or if Robin asked her, but knowing Maggie's in comedy, they decided to start bringing some comedians in. Okay. Was readers before. Sure. So now they'll have usually like a few readers and a couple comics. Okay. So, do they um, want the comics to also talk about that sort of stuff or they can? Oh yeah. No, it? no, no, no. The comics, it's all sex and relationship themed. Uh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Sure. So basically you pull together all of your relationship material and all of your sex stuff. Sure. Um, I have like little so. to none of that because <laughs> I have little to none of relationship <laughs> sex. Sexual relationship experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got, I got, uh, booked on there to, to do it as a comic. And, you know, then I got to know Robin and all that. And yeah. then, uh, I got booked again a few months later in the middle of the summer. Uh, did, did the set with, uh, Joe Motizi. I've heard of him. And, uh, so, um, it, it was, it was outstanding. And then the next time that I got brought on the show again, a few months later, Robin's like, Hey, why don't you, oh, they needed, uh, they needed like an assistant. Cause I guess they usually have kind of a third person to help sure. them out and stuff. And, um, because there's what they do is uh they, it's not just literary reading and comedy they do uh trivia all right. and they also have like all these index cards and crayons laid around everywhere and people can write like kind of dear abby sex and relationship questions okay and now some of the questions and here's the thing here's one of the things that i love about this show me robin and samantha or sam we we give the most straight up we don't care how like it's dirty okay it's very sexual it's very truthful and it is very raw and in your face advice okay and and we are very truthful about our own experiences very much and so it's like it's like a dear abby and savage love rolled into one sure and so people are you writing questions. the press release right now is that what you're no, doing okay. no 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 uh, no but it was it, the sunday night sex show was just in the paper not just the article about samantha this was, it was actually last month yeah it was in there uh, oh no i'm sorry this is november in november i had a little thing you should uh, apologize <laughs> It was, uh, it, there was a little article, a couple paragraphs long about the show because they had a, a spread in the reader uh-huh. about, um, like kind of literary events going on around okay. Chicago. And it was there. I didn't even know that it was in the paper until I was flipping through. I'm like, holy fucking shit, Sunday night sex show. That's awesome. awesome. Sure. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so they, they, what they do is they have on the index cards, uh, that's one of my jobs is to go around and gather all the index cards when people have questions. So people will write stuff relating to themselves or they will just write a question they want us to answer. Yeah. So like people will write a question like, oh, you know, my girlfriend doesn't like anal, but I don't like this. How do we compromise? And we'll be like, okay, this is what you fucking need to do. <laughs> and so it'll be questions like that for them or they will just write questions for us like, what's the weirdest place you've ever had sex? And we'll all answer. And yeah. 
So it's just, it's a lot of fun. And okay. um, they do prizes and trivia, like pop culture trivia. In so between. it's the last Sunday of the month? Last Sunday of every month. Where is it? It is at the Burlington. The Burlington. Do you know the Burlington? I don't. Where's the Burlington? Oh. <laughs> You sound like you did. I'm very good at acting. Uh, where's the <laughs> Burlington? Improv classes. Uh huh. The four of eight that I took. <laughs> yes. The Burlington is uh, just the coat factory. Is it the Burlington coat factory? Yes. You can shop. That would be amazing. If discounts I could get a good while you're talking about sex. That'd be amazing. Um, it is just west of uh, Kimball and Fullerton on Fullerton. Okay. The yeah. Bullard. The Fuller. The what? The, the Burlington. Burlington. I got all the words confused. Just remember the coats. Coats, 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 coats. I got a nice, I went yeah. there, I had a good drink, I saw a good sex show, I bought a good uh, top coat. It was a good time yeah. at the Burlington, the Sunday night sex awesome. show. Awesome. Yeah, no, this, uh, we have, uh, this, this Sunday we have, uh, I don't know who the literary readers are, cause I, I don't usually Oh, know is it coming out? Oh, uh, this won't go up till uh, the week after. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, we have, uh, I was gonna say we have, uh, Drew Michael on there. I've heard of him. He's doing my show on the Saturday. Oh, really? Uh huh. Crazy. Right. Very crazy. He's a busy man with his comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. He's good. Um, and recently become friendly, which I like. <laughs> recently become. At friendly. least towards me, I don't know. Is he like, trying? Is it a New Year's resolution? I don't know, but he's been very friendly to me, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nice. I like people who are friendly to me, so it helps out. Wow. Because well, I know feel what? like I'm he, overall friendly. He comes and goes, man. Maybe. He comes and goes with me with the friendly stuff. Yeah, maybe um, that's part of it. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and Kelsey, we're having Kelsey on there. So uh, Kelsey, who on there? Huff. Oh, Kelsey. Kelsey Huff. No, not Kelsey Huff. Well, I know that Kelsey is there. Well, I'm not. No, if you don't know, I'm not telling you. Well, don't you want to promote a show? Oh, you don't know? Okay. Um, <laughs> I love that you went. I don't know her last name and did a thing, and then I said it aloud. <laughs> I'm sure Kelsey's amazing. No, Kelsey's Kelsey's awesome. Yeah, I, Kelsey. I don't. I don't know Kelsey. Um, sorry, Kelsey, who I don't know <laughs> that I don't, I, for one, am not sorry that I don't know your last name because I don't know you, but Angela, she should be the sorry one. <laughs> I do know her last name. I just can't think of it right now. It is oh weird God, how Kelsey, many, like, Kelsey, 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 Kelsey. I don't know a lot of comedians by first name Kelsey, only. Kelsey, Kelsey. Um, Dude, I, okay, I was totally blanking on her last name. Yeah. And for those of you who can't see my face, I was telling, I was mouthing to Matt. I can't remember her last name right yeah. now. And I've known Kelsey's last name since I met her. Sure. Well, I've known her last, and I just was blanking on it so hard. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Kelsey. You know, As Kelsey. comedians, we normally know people by their first and last name, I think. Because <laughs> that's what they say. Whenever you hear their name, it's not, it's never like, welcome Angela. No one ever says yeah. welcome Angela. It's always Angela Vela. Like, that's just how it works. Yeah, no, and, and we're all on each other's Facebook, so we actually, Constantly. we see. We see each other. We, see we live no life in real life. We I know. So yes, Kelsey Grobano. I'm sorry. Kelsey is a close friend of mine. We are close friends, oh, wow. but I was literally just blanking for some reason. Ouch, Kelsey. I don't know. How I know. Close you are. I hope you I listen think to question this the friendship. And you stop being friends, but hopefully you did a great job last Sunday because again, this won't be up. Until yeah, no, and that's fine. Yeah, but that. you know, still shout out to the people who were. But doing there'll it be a show in February and in March and in oh, April, yeah. the last Sunday of the month. Oh yeah, at the Burlington Co Factory. It's right next to the men's <laughs> warehouse on I-90, 290 split <laughs> over by Eisenhower. Um, so where did you come from? You've only been here for five years. Where did you come from? Grays Lake, Illinois. Grays, Grays Lake. Lake. For those a... of you who don't know Grays Lake, it's about an hour north of the city. Okay. Is it uh, like pretty close to the lake or is it far? Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. It's close um, to Grays Lake. Apparently. Grays Lake is in the very center of Lake County. So it's still like a half hour. 
I grew up 15 minutes from away from Chris Condren. <laughs> oh, wow. That's Chris neat. Condren grew up in Libertyville, and so our towns were next to each other. Oh, neat. Did you yeah. ever meet? No. No? No. I don't know. What are you doing over there, Chris Lake? Yeah. That's what he said. Um, is that far from Wisconsin, or is that close to Wisconsin? It is uh, 15 minutes from the border. Oh, wow. Yeah, with no traffic, 25. Let me ask you this. Growing up, did you ever want to go to Key Lime Cove? Key Lime Cove was only just built about six <sighs> years ago. Every time I see that commercial, even though I would never take my shirt off and go to that water slide, <laughs> I just want to go. It's like the Sybaris. I just really want to go to the Sybaris yeah. really bad. Although I would yeah. s- going alone would be horrible. Yeah, no, it's it's it was only recently built, not that long ago. But uh, Great America, I mean, sure. all junior high and high school seasons passes every year. Oh shit! Are you, so awesome. you're that close to Gurney. Or Gurney whatever? is the next. Gurney is a town over. One town over. I love that sort of lingo. That's a town over. Yeah. You don't hear that. Well, anymore. when I grew up there, it was all farmland, so that it was actually a town over. Whereas now you just walk a few blocks and you're in it because yeah. now there's subdivisions that mirror oh, that man. marry everything it's together. It is the worst. Let me ask you this, because I come from Indiana. Did you ever go to Indiana Beach? Do you ever hear of Indiana Beach? Do you have any I idea? have only been in Indiana once, and that was when I accidentally got off the highway in Gary, Indiana. Hello. At about 2 in the morning. Bad idea. I got escorted back to the highway. By police? Officers. Oh, that makes sense. Because they were like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Me and, uh, me and my friend Judy at the time. Judy, what's her last name? Vega. Oh, okay. Oh, um, fuck. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, we were on our way to go to, uh, to go to this, like, three day party in Indiana. <laughs> and, uh, well, okay. So then I was there it's for a that. Three day party. Yeah. Oh, it was like one fun. of those, like, kind of, like, drug infested deals. Nah. And, uh, well, this is when we, we were so 18. Give it to the cops. We were 18. Go back in time and give it to the cops. <laughs> Bust it. <laughs> Well, okay, so we got, we were on our way and we, we missed, uh, we missed a, a turn or a ramp. Uh-huh. So we tried to compensate it and get off here, pick it up, and we could not get back to the highway. We couldn't find it on, an on ramp. And sure. so, so you got pulled it over. was horrible. Yeah. It was, no, we were pulled over already, scared shitless, like, oh, what the no. fuck? We were looking at maps. Yeah. And it was fucking scary. Oh, was this pre internet, like pre Google? This was in 99. So, uh, yeah. 2000. Kind of. This yeah, is 2000. Yeah. Nobody, we know, there were no smartphones. There was no phones that you could just go on. All phones, most, none of our cell phones even had a screen. Yeah, just pretty much. Phones. Just like the screen that showed the phone number that you're dialing. Oh, I gotcha. Um, I know what's like up. text messages? I didn't even do text then. Um, I did text messaging not too long after 9-11, I think, when I got my first cell phone. Yeah, the same, that's, same yeah. here. Like, I, text messaging is so, it took me a while to get used to. Oh, that 9-11. All right. But, so oh. you made it out of Gary, so that's good. We made it out of Gary. So we made to... it to the party, and it got broken up the first night by police officers. I don't, even, I don't remember where it was. It was in the middle of a farm field. Uh, I've never heard it referred to as people. a it was farm very, field. It was very hippie-ish and raverish, and just it was just a lot of tents and drugs, and uh, we all got kicked off the... The, the land. The land. Oh, we got no. kicked off the land. Like the Native Americans. Yes, it was before very you. crazy. And then we came back home. So we drove like six hours or some shit to get there just to wow. drive back the next day. That sucks. It was weird. Sorry that you didn't get to go to your three day party. <laughs> or at least you didn't get to experience all three days of it. Yeah. No Indiana Beach. Uh, that's fine. It's a very small amusement park in Northwest <laughs> Indiana that I worked at for five years. You worked there? I did. I worked at Indiana Beach for five years. When? Uh, pre nine eleven, so two thousand. <laughs> Third time we brought it up. Uh huh. 
Well, 9-11 happened. I was getting up to go to work at Indiana Beach, and it happened. Oh, no way. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think one plane had already hit, and then I was watching the news, and another one hit. And I was like, oh, snap. So then we went over, and we took apart Kitty Land, which is the land for the kids. Yeah. Took all the rides apart because it was the end of the year. Wow. Yeah, and then I worked with a Mexican crew. uh <laughs> painting uh this stuff on a roller coaster so it didn't uh the metal didn't uh didn't rust oh wow i did that yeah cool it's very strange the work that i've done hmm. now uh, why why uh indiana beach like did you live over there i didn't uh i had a friend in college uh i had dropped out of school and quit my job so i was i was very desperate and he's like oh i can probably get you a job at indiana beach <laughs> and he did and i worked there for five years and i lived there for free it was really fun yeah, it was a good time. Why, you lived there for free? Yeah. The first year I lived there, I could look out my window and see the Tilt-A-Whirl. <laughs> it was very strange. Wow. Yeah. That is pretty cool. It was pretty neat. So why'd you stop doing it? Because uh, I wanted to come to Chicago and try to do comedy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so I came to Chicago. And then I couldn't find a job, so I tried to go back. And they're like, yeah, we don't really need you anymore. Aww. And I think it was like their sort of way of like, uh, don't come back. Like, you should stay there. In a oh. weird way, but also it sucked because I was selling DVDs for money. It was really miserable. Yeah. yeah. Also, maybe like the economy, like maybe they knew that they, maybe they weren't getting as much business. No, I could have gone back. It would have been, they need ride operators. I could have been fine. But I, I feel like it was honestly that they knew I wanted to do this. Oh, so really? It was like a weird sort of mom. Like, oh, wait, the lady that, that was in, cool, then. I may be wrong, but the lady in charge, her name was Ruth, and so fucking weirdo, but really nice. What was her last name? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> you could <laughs> figure you it out if me? you knew anything about Indiana Beach. I know it, I know what it is, but I'm not going to say it because I just called her a weirdo. That seems oh. weird. Um, no, she's weird in a good way. Davis, her last name was Davis. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like I called her up and I was like, can I work there? And she's like, well, I, you know, I just don't think we need you. And I feel like, <laughs> in a way, I may be completely wrong, but I feel like, in a way, it was her, her sort of, not necessarily motherly, because that's strange to say, but in a way, like, sort of like, no, you should stay there. Paternal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In a little, in a little guard way. Guidance. Yeah. But then I saw her a couple of years later at her son's wedding, and she gave me a big hug. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun. Did you thank her for saving your life? No, not at all. No. no. I was I was so mad still that day I punched <laughs> her right in the face. <laughs> I'm up on charges. That's why I don't go back to Indiana. Yeah? Yep. You got a warrant. Got three warrants because I punched three people in the face at that wedding. <laughs> as soon as this airs, there's going to be a bounty hunter that's going to bust <sighs> through your door. No. Now I found you. That would be great. I wish I had a warrant. I think I might. No, I don't think I do. I don't know. No? I always worry because I... Ah, it doesn't matter. Don't need to get into it oh. on the podcast. Oh. oh, no, it's nothing that amazing. I'm no rebel. It's, Have you ever been arrested? I've never been arrested. Never? No. Oh, my God. I was pulled over once. Well, I've been pulled over multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> That's it. I've been pulled over multiple times. But, no, never arrested. Wow. Never even close. The only thing close, I uh, twice during my senior year in high school, I was told that I was going to get expelled from school. <laughs> yeah. Once for starting a lunch boycott. Uh, where we badass. Well, they they raised the price and gave us no more food, and we're like, that's kind of bullshit. So four of us, my friend Kevin, Joe, and one other person I don't remember who it was, we got everyone to not eat school lunch, 
Mm-hmm. Like for a week, that was our idea. And the only people eating were the people that got like the discount or free lunch. Mm-hmm. So it was very fun to watch, but they did not appreciate it. So we typed out demands. It was like a weird sort of thing. No, this is pretty awesome for in high school yeah, to do this. We t- and then the principal was like, you know, I could, I could expel you for this. All crazy and stuff. No, he couldn't have. It's free speech. Yeah. Well, he was, he used his authority. And then I was the senior class president. I'm not bragging, but I was. Uh, and I'd only gone to school for like a year and a half. It was like a weird sort of thing. Uh, but I was gonna, I had to write a speech, and it's a horrible speech. I was really bad at public speaking at that point in time, because I'd never done it. Now I would kill that if I could go back now. Stupid to say that. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna make a wrestling reference, because at that time, it was like the 98 when I graduated, wrestling was big. Yeah. And he's like, if you say this, you will not get your diploma, and you will not graduate. And I'm like, what? It's my graduation. I should be able to say what I want. But he threatened expulsion. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Right? Wow. It's pretty nuts. So you were almost expelled, never rested, but pulled over. Yes. Multiple Why times. Pulled over? Uh, a few times in Ohio because I didn't have a front plate on because in Ohio they have the front. and Like here in Illinois, they have the front and the back. Mm. Indiana, you just have a back plate. You don't have to have a front plate. So you can have a novelty awesome plate on the front or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they would pull over cars that didn't have a front plate and then they'd be like, where are you going? And I'd tell them, oh, okay, go ahead. So almost every time I went to visit my parents in Ohio, I would get pulled over because I didn't have a front plate <laughs> on my car, which is weird because it's not that far from the border. They got to understand that probably Indiana people are yeah. driving all the time. But. No, you're absolutely right. It's going to, it's going to be coming and going. Yeah. So you could have made it like a game. The moment you cross over the border, it's like that gladiator show from the 80s exactly you gotta dodge it there's gonna be a guy with a tennis ball gun right (laughs) it was american gladiators we can say the title it's not any other country uh the other time i don't know why i'm okay uh in a hill newcastle indiana you'll never go there but there's a hill is that where they make the beer no that's over in england or something to that effect it's where i grew up newcastle indiana there's a hill and you're going down this hill, but the speed limit is like 20 miles an hour <laughs> and then goes to like 15, but you're still going downhill. Like, I feel like it's meant to pull people over. <laughs> so I got pulled over there one night, uh, and I was underage and I had drank like half a beer. Yeah. So I was all scared that I was going to get in trouble. Now my dad will listen to this and get upset because I've never told that to him, but <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but I didn't. I admitted that I drank half a beer. Yeah. And, like, oh, and you were no. how old? Like 18. Okay. So yeah. 18, it wasn't, it was 21 at the time still? Because I remember Wisconsin was 18. Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's definitely day. 21. It was, okay. Yeah, it's always been 21 in Indiana. I think, or at least my whole life. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Telling a lot of stories about my youth. That's yeah. What I'm doing. Stories about you uh, getting arrested, almost getting arrested. Almost getting arrested. Almost. We were threatened. I don't know. I'll stop. But I feel I feel like much more of a badass than I really am when I tell these stories, <laughs> although they're not really that badass of stories. So, but that's I mean that is your badass story though. Yeah, it might not be badass compared to other things. Sure, or some some things that we've all other uh, uh, some of us. Have I'm done. in no way a badass. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. for the ladies, if you're looking for a badass, turn <laughs> the other way because I'm not. W- one license plate rigs over. I, here. I, I will get mouthy with a delivery driver or a cab driver. I have no problem doing that because they're doing me a service and they can go screw themselves. But overall, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a badass. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. I think, right? Yeah. It's Notice been- that we went over an hour, so you weren't horrible. Oh snap! Well, what's the most? 
Uh, I think this. I don't know. I had Lisa I Loretta. Uh, I don't remember. I've only done three episodes of this. Oh, really? Like, there's been. I well, this isn't my podcast, but I did one with Hank and Jeff Steinberg where we talked for three hours. Yeah, I now, feel like me and you could talk for three hours. I think we could. I think we totally could. But I feel could. like everyone would be just like, no, come on, guys. Let's well, we'll have up. to save the stories for when I've been arrested for next time. Sure, of course. You've been arrested? Yeah. All right, we'll no, save we that. Can't, for, yeah, we can't. Oh, we're it. not going to talk about it. But we will have, that's a tease. Oh, I have an even bigger line. tease. I was almost arrested by the CIA. Oh, snap. And my phone was tapped. God, everybody wants to hear this. But we can't talk about it because we'll have to talk about it. I next love giving. Time. I love teasing. Right. So it's good. And who knows? You may never even be on the show. And again. you don't even know I had a sex change. Yeah. Oh no. I. But you never it. know. I saw okay. the Adam's apple. <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, well, thank you for doing the show. Yay! Thank you for having me. This is awesome. It was awesome. We went from talking about a magazine to talking about comedy. Oh, we've hit all the bases. Yay. And talking about our lives and such. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you, especially the one person that I'm talking about. You know who it is. <laughs> I don't know who it is, but hopefully they do. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> This has been a Matt Riggs podcast production. Are you down with MRPP? Yeah, you know me. 